0: You're listening to Life & Shit. I'm Danielle Walker. And I'm Tommy Walker. Join us as we talk about our journey overcoming fears, boundaries, marriage, family, lifestyle, business, and whatever other shit you can think of.
1: We're individuals that came together to create one unit with one mind and one goal. What's up, girl?
0: What's going on, baby?
1: Another beautiful day in paradise.
0: Another beautiful day.
1: No, no lie though. Today was a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, today was like uh, a thousand miles per hour.
0: I feel like they're all like that when we start off. We're like, oh, it was so good. Today was awesome. We're like, nah. nah, today was a son of a bitch. Yeah, we ain't go front. We <laughs> had
1: international issues today, so yeah. <laughs> one thing we ain't gonna do is front. Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
0: uh, I have a question. As usual for you, hit me. When you think of a business boardroom meeting. What gender do you think of around the table? The gender? Yep. Majority. Majority. I would say majority men around the table, usually. Mm. Why do you think that?
1: Um, well, in my own experience, that's what I've seen. Like every corporation I've ever been a part of, which wasn't many, um, any meetings I've been a part of, there was always <laughs> men. And and honestly, like even to the jobs I've had like I've never had a, a woman, a woman as a supervisor.
0: Mm, I think that's pretty interesting. I mean, not that you had a lot of jobs. I'm gonna say. I mean, your yeah, name no, is it, Tommy, but you, you do have. Oh, <laughs>
1: That's some bullshit.
0: <laughs> I had to go there. Tommy don't usually had no jobs, <laughs> and apparently his I've, jobs could, don't have no count, women yes, bosses. <laughs> I could count
1: on my hand how many jobs I've had, but that just means I'm loyal. <laughs> yes, and you're
0: a creator. You are a hustler. job creator. Yes, exactly. That too. Okay. Yeah. Damn.
1: Okay props. I took it. Rest in peace to Tommy from Martin too. If y'all don't if you're too young and don't know who Tommy is with no job, just go back to all the old Martin episodes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. <laughs> So we got a, a special guest in the house. I'd like to introduce our friend. Her name is Chida Rebecca Warren Darby. Uh, a little bit name. about Chida. <laughs> yes. She's a. Oh,
2: government s- government. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: because because if you Google Chida, she comes up like okay. that's like a thousand it, percent. It's not yes. just like Chida. so no yeah no. When you Google her, you gotta make sure she comes up when you Google her. She's a second generation publisher. Chida's had okay. her, uh, everything from her own. Uh, Black Digital Magazine, our nonprofit, currently working for the city of San Diego, had a, a, a job for the mayor doing um, a deputy director in communications. Now she's working in, in appointments and boards. I mean- all right, all right. Originally from DC, but raised in San Diego. DC and the house. Yeah, so, so I don't know if yeah, people yeah. knew that about you—that you, <laughs> <that> you <laughs> was born in DC and, and, and San Diego was home. But Chida has been recognized at many different levels, from the NAACP all the way down to local level. So truly honored to have you on the show with yes. us. Thank you. Thank you both.
0: Yes, so so excited, excited to be here. Yes. Chida, you're one of my favorite people, if you know it or not. You uh, every you're time amazing. I see you, you, have a beautiful smile all the Thank time. You're you. cons- you're the most consistent woman I know. In my life right now, so takes one to know one. Uh, thank you. So yeah. that that means a lot. Um, so tell me about your family, or well, let's say. Are you like, I know everyone wants Ask to know, I just question, say, I, she I just say she's a, she's a gorgeous <laughs> yes. woman. So everyone, <laughs> the inquiring minds, as Thank I like you. to say, want to know, are you, are you single? Are you married? Are you spoken for? I
3: have a husband. Oh, So I'm okay. divorced. A um, husband. I a like husband. that. Yes, oh yeah, have a not <laughs> <he's> not anymore. <laughs> so I'm divorced. Um. I've entertained some situationships, but technically I'm single. Okay, and still ready to mingle. Yes, right? there's no rings yes. on the on Ooh. the fingers.
0: So. And, and, and it's
1: not com- contempl- uh, complicated, right? No, you, no, it's, not. Right, it's cool. yeah, because that's also a thing too. Right? Like oh, it's in a relationship,
0: like, like, complicated or single and, and complicated? Huh? Get yeah. to be single and complicated? Just situationships. Just situationships. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then occupation now. I know Tommy alluded a bit to what you do, but if if you want to get a little bit more into that. So
3: I am still with Mayor Gloria's office, so they switched me from Deputy Director of Communications to Director of Appointments, Boards, and Commissions. Nice. So I'm essentially responsible for appointing San Diegans to all 47 of our Boards and Commissions on behalf of the mayor. And 47. Mm
1: -hmm. We're going to get into that. Yeah,
3: definitely, definitely. And what do you do for fun? That's a good question. You know, I I found great joy in just sitting and staring at a wall sometimes. Mm. Mm. Just yeah, quiet. yeah, just a wall.
0: When your when your <laughs> life is busy yeah. and there's people always in front of you, and yeah. then you have kids and everything else, then sometimes just sitting in front of a wall is yeah, just nice. Yeah. yeah,
3: it's actually been a challenge though because my children, I have two boys, eleven and fourteen. They live with their father, mm. and so ever since you know I became single single for real, like didn't have to (laughs) attend to any kids. It was just like, what do I like to do? And then growing up as a second generation newspaper publisher and working in the business, I, there was no downtime. Mm. So the biggest challenge lately has been able to like discover what I enjoy and then making sure I have the energy to do it. So that's those two things have been challenging. So yeah, Yeah. I know in my mind, like what I like to do, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to take some risk and. Like I want to go on a hot air balloon ride. Right? I'm going to try that. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. I
1: feel like you're the second person I talk about hot air balloons. It's yeah. like it's, it's, it's in it's our universe thing. right it now. It is. It really is. I think we've we never, never done it. we might have to. you guys done it? Nah, no. okay. Okay. We yeah. might have to yeah. plan a trip. Yeah,
0: yeah, we will. Yeah. That sounds like something we got to definitely do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Then what are your dreams?
3: That's a great question. So you know, people will always ask me like, if I have like a vision board and all this kind of stuff, and you know. I used to do it, but every time I created a certain path for my life, it was like God was like, "No, nope, I want you to do this."
2: Mm. So
3: I literally don't do that anymore. I'm I'm content with a lot of things, mm-hmm. and I literally just want to be of service to God. Like, where do you want me? Mm. And yeah. I'm finding joy in serving. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy entrepreneurship. Um, one of my I have a few things I want to do. Um, on the side, but, I mean, life is just, it's, it's evolving, and every day I'm discovering, like, what I like, what I don't like, and um, I will say, though, as a creative, one dream that I've always had, forever and a day, is to be a fashion designer. Oh, Ooh. shit, okay. Yes, so my mother and I, uh, before she passed, we would watch Turner Classics and watch the Black and Whites. I love their fashion. Oh my Turner god! Turner Classics. What is
0: that? I don't, I'm not. No, the, it's a channel. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Cable. yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, yep. Ted Turner. So,
3: um, yeah. So they call it Turner Classics, mm-hmm. okay. and so they would show all the black and white movies from like the uh, 40s and the 50s I'm sure and 30s. my Mom knows oh. all about this. Yes, uh. she has to. Yep. <laughs> so they're just really great. Movies that kids could walk in on and it's not a problem. Just <laughs> really clean, wholesome storylines, but and they're kind of corny now because they're like really, <laughs> but they're just uh, this hopeless romantic type stuff. So oh yeah, but their clothes God. were just amazing.
1: That's yeah, that's that's the vintage. I mean, because yeah. that stuff like that, you see it coming back. Right? Yeah,
3: and it's the yeah. classic look.
1: Yeah, right? yep, exactly. So
0: I'm 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 revamping my. Um, okay. So it's funny that you say that. So I'm revamping my uh, my what Your my style. appearance, my yeah. style. Okay. And tell me okay. He's like, oh shit! Here we go, here we go again. He's you like have every to. one, one every once every year. Every or so? year,
1: Danielle says she looks at her closet and says, "I don't like anything in it." And I'm like, okay. You've been saying that for as long as I've known <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> do <a> dump.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna dump everything. And do then just, it. Yeah, I'm scared, but it's like I don't know. You, I, I'll dream about clothes. Like, oh, what about that one
1: shirt yeah. I used to wear?
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know. well, I, like I said, I've told her. I said your problem is you. You like. You know, rack shopping or sales shopping or it's you true. you see something you like, oh, I like it. I got to get it mm-hmm. versus is this my style? Is this
3: that's a thing, though? Yeah, that is a thing. Mm-hmm. I, I do feel your pain on that. Mm-hmm. So I'm the same way I have started doing like Pinterest and looking at things that yes. I like. I mm-hmm. haven't completely like gone in that direction. Mm-hmm. So like even with me liking this classic Look, like, these are, like, pencil skirts Mm -hmm. and, like, gloves and stockings and all Mm -hmm. that. I'm not doing all that. But I'm like, it looks good. So I'm, like, I'm working my way. So what I do is I trick myself into buying pieces that are a part of that collection, Mm. and then when it's like a last resort, I have to pull those things out. I (laughs) like
1: that. Instead of, like, she bought a shirt the other day, and I was like, oh, that's new. She was like, yeah, I picked this up at somewhere. The Farmer's Market. The Farmer's Market. I was was
0: homemade. He uh, always calls me. He was like, ugh. And and that's what she
1: said. She was like, it was homemade. I was like, well. It looked like it. <gasps> no, it did not.
0: <laughs> he He's only saying that because it was so made. That's no. it. He if had, no, He would not have
1: said
3: mm. that, I swear. He could, just because I said the words Farm. Every market. time I see you, you're dressed cute. Thank you. Q. You are a fabulous dresser, so I believe Thank it was cute. Yeah.
1: Cute, Ant- definitely.
3: Oh, see? <laughs> Ant- <laughs> Ant- always <knew>. Always <laughs> cute.
1: No, we
0: got that's, that's a whole the, that's, that's not a, a topic for today's podcast. Yeah, if we never have it out about you know woman, what?
2: Actually,
1: but, oh, the way that I dress. We have to do that. Like, yeah, we let's, do. Let's make a topic we about have, your, yeah, closet.
3: We do. <laughs> <Just> your
0: closet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll add in your your closet too with the uh, same four shirts that you get from the same place all the time. So
1: thousand percent. And the same timberlands <laughs> I get every single year.
0: China, like I didn't not sign up. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But today's topic is not enough women at the table, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the reason why we asked that question.
0: Not dressed right either. <laughs> just you better, when you show up
1: to the table, you better have an outfit on. <laughs> listen, listen. Make sure the shirt fits. <laughs>
0: so one thing um, that, that's, that's getting into a serious part of the topic, um, in the uh, Supreme Court, right, which is the highest office well, that you can.
1: Before you do that. You gotta ask. Uh, oh, Chido.
0: Oh, that's true. What? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when you, when you think about um, uh, conference table, mm-hmm. a corporate table, and and you're at, you're actually at the table, mm-hmm. so you, you know, um, what gender do you generally see the most? Men. Men. Yeah. Generally, why yeah. do you think that
3: is? I just think because of the barriers created. Um, it's changing. So like as of today, present day, it is it is a lot different. It is not different. different enough, but yeah, yeah. it yeah. just rules to the game. The, the good old boys club. Yeah,
0: and yeah. I, I think that's in um, in different industries, like not even like just the corporate world. But I was an MRI, MRI technologist for ten years, and um, there was a, a group of, like, males that were, it was just, like, uh, uncalled or, like, what do you say? Like, unsigned, I don't know, they just, you, these were unspoken, right? Like, so it it wasn't like, oh, you have to do this. But you knew if they didn't approve of you, then you wouldn't go to the next Mm -hmm. level. Like, there's, Mm -hmm. your career would basically be paused, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah, those good old boys is in every every career.
1: No no matter where you are. Yeah. 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 Even if you go into, like, military, for me, it was like that in the military. You hear it in law enforcement a lot. So
0: yeah, that. that's true, that's true, yeah. um, and that's because there's more men in the world than there is women, and that's one thing, right? Um, and back to the Supreme Court, which is the highest office that you can hold um, in the United States, um, there's 113 positions that are available, and of that, of the whole entire time that it's been available, only four women have ever held that position, and three currently isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's
1: crazy. That's like in, in our lifetime.
0: In our lifetime. And then in uh, Fortune 500, right, There's it's the Fortune 500. So it's 500 people who have fortunes, right? F- 500 companies. Yeah, yeah. companies yeah. that yep. have fortune. Mm-hmm. And of the 500 uh, companies, only 41 of the the uh, CEOs of these companies are women, which is a trip to me. Less yeah. than 10%.
1: Less
0: than 10%. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And
1: and when women out outnumber men in this country, to hear that 10% of our CEOs, the biggest CEOs is, is, is 10% is women. That that's, that's just doesn't, it's like astronomical. It doesn't even make sense, but because of the barriers that were put into place for years, right. Mm-hmm. That's just, un, it's like one of those things that, that has happened for so long naturally that nobody said, Hey, this shit ain't right. Maybe we should change it. Mm-hmm. And then China just talked about today, a, a law that, Literally just went into place only a few years ago. Mm-hmm. That would make board, uh, you know, board members to be a certain number of women. Mm-hmm. Shit's crazy to me.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, like one of the things that we were talking about is the the time that it takes for a woman to become um, to go from. Uh, To be a CEO, right? So it takes a woman 250 days to become a CEO and a man 100 days. And the reason of this is because of the boards, right? Um, So for women, a goal would be to be CEO, but a true goal would be to be on boards correct? And there's many boards, so many different boards that, um, I mean, I know my experience from boards is that I had none. I didn't know what a board was. Um, I didn't understand even like growing up the company dynamics. Um, It was kind of like just, I thought the CEO, the Mm -hmm. owner, and then that was it. Um, It wasn't until I started hearing stories of people like um, Steve Jobs and when he got fired from mm-hmm. his company, that I, I actually understood what a board was. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, ah, yeah. okay. So it, that's the trip to me. Yeah. The board really does yeah. run things. Control the range. Yeah yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Chad, if you could explain, like, what does your current position as director of appointments, boards, and commissions mean? Because I, and then 40, like, 47 boards. Like, what? Like, yeah. I, how do you keep control? Like, you monitor <laughs> 47 different boards? Essentially. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. So, um, our department is relatively new, it's only a couple years old. The Faulkner administration created this. It was just a section in a part of an administration, and they made it a city department. Mm. So, I have staff. Um, I have five, including me, there's five of us total. So, essentially, boards and commissions advise the mayor and the city council. Um, and we have tons. Actually, this month, we're going to be announcing the um, revival of the status on the commission of women and girls. So that's a commission that we're standing back up. That's a commission that we're standing back up. Um, But boards and commissions essentially um, advise the mayor and city council. So for instance, we have a, a board that talks to the mayor or advises him as it relates to disabilities, persons with disabilities. Mm. So you have people that serve on this particular board that have lived with disabilities. They bring their lived experience to the board, and their job is to kind of make sure that from a policy standpoint, we are making sure that we're being um, inclusive, equitable with our policies that we put out in terms of, you know, how we navigate through the city and making sure that persons with disabilities aren't left out. Of conversations, or that their lived experience isn't a challenging one. So, that's a group that advises the mayor. Um, The new commission that we're standing up, the status on the Commission of Women and Girls, they'll be advising the mayor and city councils on issues that relate to women and girls. Um, We have an arts and culture commission, so they speak to the arts and culture aspect of the city. So, we have all these boards that really are a part of making sure that they are able to speak to the things that that they're, you know, in terms of the seats they're sitting in, they bring their lived experience, their professional experience, and they only serve a couple years, so mm-hmm. people rotate out, but they're essentially advisors. Mm.
1: So, a lot of opportunities, especially if, because like Danielle said, you know, you, you talk to Supreme Court, those jobs are forever. Mm-hmm. Once you get appointed, then mm-hmm. that's it. So, if you, <laughs> unfortunately... You have to wait till somebody dies to yeah, you know yeah. what I mean to, to make change. Yeah. Right. So, so to 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 get to that level is pretty like you know extreme. But right right in your own backyard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like you talked about, you know, learning about different boards, it's not always about sitting at the corporate seat, but the boards start right at home. Mm-hmm. And if you if you live in whatever city you live in, we're we where to be in San Diego, where forty-seven different boards advise the mayor Mm -hmm. would you say that's the reason why san diego or any city is is able to do what they do is because it's not the mayor making every single decision it's the community coming together right making making decisions and he says okay i can't make everybody happy but yeah yeah. You know, this is how we're gonna do it.
3: Yeah, I mean that's a reflection of how elections are. I mean it's a co- it's a it's a group of voices that have come together and say and they say this person should be our mayor, mm. you know, and that's how government is run. And so there's this misconception that. You know, people tend to feel like, oh, my voice doesn't matter or I don't need to serve in this way. There's a lack of civic engagement, engagement especially in communities of color sometimes because they haven't felt included in the process. A thousand percent. But mm-hmm. once you understand that your tax dollars, you know, that you benefit from that, or you're punished, you know, because of decisions that are made. You'll become more vocal mm-hmm. in the process. So one thing that I've done in this seat is to make sure that I take my comms hat and I make it um, a situation where I'm branding the boards and commissions in a way where people are interested. Mm. So using things like TikTok and being creative with, with social media, that'll get people's attention and they can actually say, hey, well, that looks kind of cool. I think I want to mm-hmm. check that out. So and that's the challenge. just want to make
0: sure when you say comms Hat um, that everyone understands yes. what exactly yes. a hat my is. Municipal right? yeah. yes. <laughs> my municipal lingo. My communication <laughs> background. <laughs> yes,
3: my communication uh. background.
0: <laughs> Thank you. No, perfect. Yes, she has a communication background too. 1000%. <laughs>
1: so what is the benefits of being at the table? Like, especially on these boards, like you said, it's an and it's an advisor to the mayor, but from a personal, because Danielle alluded to it, you know, when before we started recording, mm-hmm. and, you know, leveling up, but what do you like, what do you gain from being on these boards,
3: you get to you get to create change, you're, mm-hmm. you're giving back, you know, and, and sometimes people bring policies to the table that really impact our city for decades future generations, mm-hmm. you know, by simply implementing one thing that maybe someone didn't think about now, it's something that your grandkids will benefit from. That's true. You know? So you're creating legacy yeah. and by, by giving back and, and actually being a part of um, decisions being made to say y'all.
0: Yeah, I love it. I yeah. love it. And uh, as we talk about not enough women being at the table, um, I'd like to talk about a couple of things that we as women can do um, to to become Mm -hmm. CEOs or I think uh, even things that younger women um, may or may not know that they're doing or may some little tips for them to Mm -hmm. do to kind of get up um, uh, to the level that they're they're ready for or waiting for. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, one that we talked about is that learning to say no. And I think that us um, as women generally say yes to everything it's like oh yeah 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 i mean Mm -hmm. i've worked with um i've had i've employed women who are just like give me everything and i'm like no honey no you know like why why is that though um we just don't know how to say no and we're nurturers so uh literally we'll take on until our break our back breaks Mm. right and then at the back-breaking part, then it's, like, it's over. I think that happens, like, in relationships and everything, you mm. know? It's, like, we take as much as we can, and then instead of just saying, enough is enough, yeah. you know, it's, like, when it gets to that breaking point, and then that's it, and then mm. we're broken, you know?
3: I think it's a form of wanting to be validated, too. Yeah, that's good. So yeah. we're doing things through action, like, we're trying to prove our worth Yeah, by how much we can do, because there are a lot of times where we don't have a voice mm. to speak up and say, hey, like, You know, but maybe if I show you how hard I work, how many Mm -hmm. meals I can cook, how many tasks I can juggle, maybe you'll Mm -hmm. accept me as validation. That's a a, a very good point. That is. That goes.
1: So, you know, I honestly, when I hear people say, oh, I'm I'm into pleasing, like I just want to please people. I just want to make people. At the end of the day, like what you're really saying is Mm -hmm. I'm looking for validation. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Validation is for parking yeah (laughs) hello you gotta say that louder validation Validation is for parking parking. i know that's right Uh, another thing um that I, i i read about is um we need to guide our mentors so as women we'll go to another or to a businessman and say hey um this is what i need assistance with this is what's going on as a male they'll be more Guided towards showing us how to be leaders. Mm. This is how you be leaders. This is how you like. This is what leadership is. This yeah. is what. But if a, if a gentleman came to them and said, "Hey, I need some assistance," then they're going to say, "This is how you build a productive, profitable business." And it's like, wait, why is that right mm-hmm. now? It's not because. Uh, The mentor doesn't know better, but it's when has a woman going to the mentor, they they think that you need you need to be guided in leadership, Mm -hmm. not how to be that leader yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, so you have to guide your your mentors. How do you how do you feel about that?
1: I think that's a good point, because when I was in the military, um, like I said earlier, that I've never had a a female as a supervisor. Mm -hmm. But in the military, you know, I had women that came before me. So that means they outranked me. But they didn't come off as very great leaders or mentors. Right. So it it was just you had higher rank. So you was in charge. But from a leadership perspective, I, I didn't get that in the military. So I, I think you're very uh, on point to that where it's not about leadership in a sense, because you got to that point, obviously, because you're you know somewhat of a leader. Right. If you you know, we had a, uh, a talk before where we talked about running a household is. It's just like running a business, mm-hmm. so you're a leader there. Mm-hmm. But now, how to make that business profitable, or how to be, you know, how to win in that's that industry? Different. That's a yeah, that's a totally different yeah, conversation.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's like if you want to Airbnb some of those rooms, now you're <laughs> 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 now you that's a side note. are That's a side business, note throw, side <laughs> notes in. Ah, another thing. <laughs> us as women, um, I don't know. I don't know about you, but me, I have a hard time. I don't know why with compliments. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's when people sing your praise, like allow them to sing your praise and then sing your praise to like, oh yeah, hell yeah, I killed that shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. me, I, I, I'm not, and it's not really just a modest thing. I don't know what it is, but yeah. I, I'm weird. I do mean, I struggle with that too. Yeah,
3: yeah. And so then it takes some assessing, like why is this a thing? Mm. I think initially mm. it was a matter of me feeling like maybe my worth, I wasn't worth the compliment. Mm. And so that has changed and I'm, and then I'm like, well, there are other people that work hard too. Yeah. I'm not the only one. Yeah. So you, you don't
1: know. never feel like I fucking crushed it today.
3: Like, no, uh. I. I Mm, it's like I was just guessing, like I worked and, hard uh, I got it done <laughs>
1: that,
3: you know,
0: and, that's gonna go to my next point yeah. us as women I, I don't know why this is a deal and I had actually never even heard of it until I brought it, until I started studying for this podcast the imposter's yeah. syndrome yeah. I had never even heard what was that yeah. Miles
1: no Miles talked about that that's right yeah.
0: that's right he did he did but you know I didn't think of it as a, in a woman's way you know when yeah. he said it I was like oh okay that's a man feeling like that it's a man but I guess you're absolutely right mm. it's, it's true it's just
1: it's, it's a weird feeling it more you know, self-sabotage. Yeah, but yeah,
0: yeah. That's what he, he was saying. But it's like when you don't feel that you, you're you accomplished or like you deserve to, to even have a seat at the table. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, there's people who have worked just as hard. Like mm-hmm. you said, the people who worked just as hard as me. So the way Miles presented it was a little different. Um, but yeah, it is if you feel like, ah, maybe I just really don't deserve this this place or this space. There's mm-hmm. people who have done worked harder or, you know, and then so you're sitting there and you're just like, you know, you start to doubt yourself and stuff like
1: that that's a, yeah. you know that leads me to ask you a question like what is what would you say or who is your role model and, and role model and, and this is for both you guys
2: mm-hmm.
1: a role model <laughs> that might be a harsh word like like a hard word because you know when you think a role model you think of talking to an eight-year-old like hey who's your role model my yeah, daddy yeah. like i'm not talking in that sense as grown women that's very successful in, in your industries you know role models still go on right mm-hmm. and and it could be anybody it could be mm-hmm. even yourself so like who would you say your role models are today or uh, even just, just somebody that you admire
0: yeah well definitely people that I admire um at this time um definitely one is beyonce <laughs> and and I say my my role models definitely come from people who um have from where I've come from, which is nothing, mm. um, who had nothing, no education, um, and they just made it. They hustled. So Beyonce, I love her hustle. I respect it. Um, and Cardi B, people like Cardi B, I, I, f- I fucking love that. You know, like.
1: The fact that you said Cardi B, I bet you people would, that would be the last person <laughs> they would ever think of. That. Like, Danielle, listen to. It. <laughs> He, be, what? he always was like that. <laughs>
0: Her come he up
3: was, was like, pretty, yeah.
0: No, but it's, yeah, no,
1: no, thousand yeah. percent. It's I, mean,
0: honest, I mean, I mean, I, in and, and Tommy, this is, he's making fun of me because I'm not, I'm not into music. I read, I'm a nerd. I'm not yeah. like that at all. Uh-huh. Like, I, like, honestly, it's, I never even listened to Beyonce. A white woman show taught me Beyonce. That's like <laughs> when I was in my thirties. Yes I'm ashamed but once, I got, that. once I got <laughs> <laughs> Once I got Once I got into Once I learned Who Beyonce was I was like All into it Like I don't know why I didn't I, I, I love it I grew it. up on that Other side but so Cardi B, um, I first heard her first song. I was like, "Who is this woman?" And I looked her up, and I was like, "This woman is amazing!" And <laughs> everyone like, "Oh, I hate her," and this and I'm like, "Why would you?" But you know, all I knew was her her struggle, her mm-hmm. study, and the, the her her like her 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 like hustle, hustle yeah. and the way yeah. she got there is this amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then oddly would be Kim Kardashian, and people always be like, "Kim Kardashian, listen." She's one of the 41 on that uh, Forbes 500 list, okay? Uh, Homegirl puts it down. Yeah,
1: but, and she's not even uh, a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, but, but she... Yeah, she's a CEO thousand, of
0: herself, you know, and thousand percent. She, she makes money. And it's it's not just everyone, you know, it, it, the whole sex sales, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that was years ago, people. That was a long-ass time ago. Her, profo- her portfolio is on point yeah. right mm-hmm. now. It has True. nothing to do with the sex tape, absolutely. Absolutely nothing, but yeah, I want to say so. That's enough. You like Those the are, hustles? Yeah, I do. Everybody got like that. a bit of hustle. Yeah, like yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I think,
3: it. um really, my mom. Oh, mm. I like it. My mom. I just remember um the journey to becoming the owners to San Diego's oldest and largest black newspaper. Like, you know, when they moved to San Diego. Um, She, I think she was working at the housing commission and the owner of the newspaper was tragically killed. Mm. And, um, at one point she actually had worked for the newspaper when she was a little younger. Uh, She had lived here before and was married. And, um, she, I remember she came home and told my dad, I want to buy the newspaper. Did nobody have any journalism background whatsoever, like none. And they bought the newspaper, um, paid for it off of its receivables what? nice yeah yeah <laughs> bought it off its receivables so
1: so, so that's pretty uh, yeah I, I, like that's pretty dope and we and I, I want to get into that because I, I always get impressed by and, and wowed by fam like people that come from families that says mm-hmm. yo this is what we, we're gonna do this crazy idea we're gonna buy a newspaper mm-hmm. like you said no journalism background
2: Mm-mm.
1: and just see what happens. Mm-hmm.
3: Like, so what are
1: we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, how's it going? Yeah. Like, everybody always asks the how, right? But, yeah. like, sometimes you got to say, fuck how. Yeah. And just yeah. go with the go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah.
3: so they, they did that. They had extensive careers in D.C., though, in politics. I think they were, like, GS-15s when they left, for 13s or 15s or whatever. So, when they got back here, they were just like, okay, let's try something else. But, um, so, initially, when they were moving to San Diego, they, <laughs> they were coming to purchase 98.1 radio station. Mm. And back then, you know, there weren't cell phones. This is like, early 80s. And so we were driving cross-country, and I think it was, like, a group buy, but their attorney needed to get some paperwork to them. Mm. And they were we were traveling, so they couldn't get the paperwork to sign to finish the transaction, so they missed out on the sale of oh, the radio station. Damn. Yeah, the purchase of it. So they get here. Um, <laughs> it's random. So buy the newspaper. They got a small loan from a friend got the rest of the receivable money and um, bought the paper and, like, literally didn't know anything. And so just growing up in that business and seeing, like, remembering, you know, being there after school, having to spend the night in there sometimes yeah, and then I going to school. Imagine. It was crazy. I and mean, she, did, she did so many other things. She had my dad, but she really was the visionary behind a lot of it. And he was, like, the the, the one that said, okay, well, we can do this. He was a legal mind behind everything. So they did that. Um, she started San Diego's first black chamber. Um, back in the early '90s, mm. so that San Diego didn't have a black chamber, we That's had that terrible. for about fifteen or twenty years. Wow! Yeah. Um, she started a football classic and had it here in San Diego nice. for a few. So she just she just okay. was doing things. It was funny was I remember her telling me that when. She first came to San Diego. Um, Her dream job was to be a meter maid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I, I can see that. But man, I was like, meter wait, maids, what, mom? Meter maid? Oh, that was it. She
3: thought that was just it. She was like, like I want to be a meter maid. I was God like, there's no way. I know, I know. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> but she just she just stepped out. She did things that. People said she couldn't when she started this. and the football classic was pretty big. We had it here for um, a few years, actually, and um, she would she would try to coordinate with the black colleges like mm-hmm. Grambling. When was the last
0: year it was here?
3: <sighs> I want to say maybe two thousand. Oh, yeah, I, I, think remember, just, I remember. Just when I was going to go, I was yeah. like, what happened to the them? Gold Coast Classic? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yes, I do. I do. That's some cool. some people were jealous and sabotaged it Ooh. from the government side. Oh. Yeah,
1: I could definitely understand it. And it's crazy because I got to San Diego in the year 2000, and I and I was 18, 19 years old when I got here. And that was the, like, mm-hmm. the highlight of the city. It yeah. Was like, mm-hmm. It was like the. Um, the street scene downtown mm-hmm. yeah. and then Gold yeah. Coast Classic. Yeah, Like yes. that, Those were the things in yeah. San Diego that you had to go yeah. and, and check out. So and she
3: literally real. didn't like, she was a football head. My dad never watched sports. So it's <laughs> funny because she would call the, the schools and want to talk to the presidents and the coaches and things, and they couldn't believe a woman was orchestrating all this. So it was time she had to put my dad on the phone because they wouldn't talk to Get her. Get the
1: fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. See?
3: It was crazy. So just to see, like, all that, and then to actually participate in it. You know, so when the teams would come, like, one year we had Clark Atlanta, so I remember I was, like, 22 or something, so I would have to chaperone her on the, the band, the football team, the volunteers, like, take them to their meals and all that kind of stuff. So just seeing what she did, but it was like she – I remember someone asked her – it was somebody from the Panhellenic Council because she was on the step shows. And he said, who gave you permission – she said, "What?" <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> he asked, "Who gave her permission to mm. host the Stubbs Show?" Mm. The audacity! Wow. Yeah.
1: Is she, is she, um, I'm the motherfucking she boss. Great. <laughs> <that? laughs> right. You know, permission. Yeah. permission. <laughs> what
3: are you talking about? So just because I lived through that, she she's um, to move without fear mm. in that way. You know, it's just inspiring and to see, like, literally the idea.
1: That's and, impressive. You
3: know. So, I'm like, okay, if it's not going to kill you, why not? Yes.
1: Why not? That's fucking Try dope. It. Yeah. That's, that is. That's fucking dope.
0: Yeah. That is. That's awesome. Yeah. That is. I love that um to have your parent has your role model is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um do you feel that uh, women in leadership sometimes become um, lose rather their their femininity and become a little more mannish mm-hmm. um and how how do you hold on to that? Hmm.
3: I think that's just a part of identity. If you... I think there's one thing to have a job and not have the job have you. Mm. And I think when the job begins to have you and own you in that way, you start trying to adapt yourself to fit that instead of making the job fit you. Yeah. Um, so not losing your identity you know it's so funny every time i go to work and do little things or whatever and people like oh my god i would never do that i'm like why like what do you mean like making tiktoks and stuff and dancing on a video (laughs) promoting government you know like okay you like music too you know what there's people operating so much fear and i just think if you know women remember to be themselves Mm -hmm. like you have to show up as yourself and times are changing Mm -hmm. um it's okay yeah We, we need all the femininity and the know the, the nurturing all those qualities that make us mm-hmm. women like those things are needed those are part of your voice yes thousand and, percent. And,
0: and and you know uh, tommy and i we we joked about my closet and um in the beginning yeah and, um but that that is a very uh very very uh real thing that we struggle with mm-hmm. because um he'll say like i want you to look a little more sexy or you know and i'm like i i want to be respected mm-hmm. i want to be looked at different he's like i understand like what's mm-hmm. the difference you know and then and I'll try to explain to him, and he's like, well, she's like, I just like a woman to look good, you know? He's like, whatever's coming out of her mouth, I still respect, mm-hmm. you know, but that's him. But I don't want to come in and just be titties, you right. know? Right, right. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, 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 you know? But it's like, yeah, I, I embrace that I am a female, right? Um, And I, that's, that's like a, a very thin line yeah. that I, I often struggle with because I like to be sexy. Like, yeah. I'm a female, and that like uh, in every sense of the yeah, world yeah. the word. Yeah. Um and I like to embrace that mm-hmm. and you know, I, I wanna look good. I don't get me wrong. I, I have my t shirt and um sweat days yeah, too yeah, and ponytail, You right. know yeah. and I think that's okay too, mm-hmm. which Tommy will be like, sweats again
1: <laughs> <When> You <laughs> wear see. sweatpants five days out
3: of the no week. No one wears well,
0: I don't wear sweatpants.
3: I could wear listen, them twice. I'm in a Checking for their wives, so yeah, that's a good thing. True, too. Yeah. True. The fact that he likes looking at you is a great thing. So this that is, is a compliment. <laughs> that's all it I is would true. say. It it no, is true. that was good. just, just
1: changes his sweatpants and Sundays. he think you fly, girl? <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: your boo. Sundays only.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he want me to be sexy. <laughs> nah, nah, I said. I think. I think sexy is is like from mm. a. um you know, the way you use the word is not, you know, it's not about being sexy, but it's about wearing clothes that, you know, make you look good, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's like throwing on a muumuu or something that, you know, is just over... When you got too many threads <laughs> on It's like Yo that's just too many threads Like no. just look at Look at Like if you look at my shirt right now <laughs> It don't hang Like, if,
0: So
1: are you talking <laughs> about my shirt No hang? no I ain't talking about yours Yours is legit Yours is legit But if <laughs> your shirt If your shirt hang too much That means it's too big Like, like I think about back in the days Everything I wore was a size 3X and 4X ah, that,
2: that was a was style. style Exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly
1: So if I'm walking around 3X, 4X Today You'd be like, yo, homie, that's
2: not, that's size not it the, down. That's not comparison. <laughs> that's all that's I'm saying. Comparison. You,
1: wouldn't no say, comparison. you wouldn't say, that's not I need comparing. you to look more sexy. No. You, you would just say, yo, your clothes are just too big, bro.
3: So that is a thing, though, because I'm with you with the oversized. There are some things that are meant to be oversized and some things that aren't. Mm-hmm. And one day I do remember having on a sweater that was large, and I thought it was oversized. But it, when I look back, um, I was talking to some interns and I don't even somebody took a picture and I was like oh my god I look so big I'm not that big and the sweater wasn't meant Uh, to be an oversized sweater that's that I was wearing a large sweater I looked really big yeah and you weren't wearing your size that, that no. makes
0: a lot of sense. Thank yeah. you, that's, Chida. That's different than taking a button off. Like, well, they want you to just it, take a button. Well, no, that's because <laughs> and the shirt looks like weird. like this. Ah, yeah,
1: that's it. That's, well, that's my own personal question. Yeah, that's
0: like, that's going to be everyone else. Like, <laughs> I, have, I have employees. <laughs> well, I'm, who cares? I
3: what don't do want you? them looking at my titties. They're going to look, what your <laughs> shirt button, How about, they look they're going to look no there. matter what. Yeah, they will look. No yeah. matter what. I mean, I'm not encouraged. I'm just saying. We're black women. Some things you can't hide.
1: <laughs> it's there. You, you, you're spectacular just walking up, waking up. Just like bro, look, at, look at how he complimented. Girl, you See?
3: better take that compliment. You better take that compliment.
1: Uh, so yeah, girl. I'll, be, All I'll right. be in the office That's like this. To...
3: Right. <laughs> I'll be like, what'd you say? Right. <laughs> <To laughs> Distracting yeah. yo
1: yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> girl. And I'll be like, babe. All the time. Mm.
3: That's how, Yeah,
1: That would be the meetings. Totally allowed. I'm the guy in the meeting that you talk about. <laughs>
3: Definitely. I'm just married it's like, to. This. It's just I got 17 you guys years. Are in. So <laughs> cute, you guys are adorable. You guys have been consistent from day one. It's like you're on yeah. a first date every time I see you. <laughs> I appreciate Thank it. that's you. What's Thank so cute. cute. Thank you.
0: <laughs> but we legit get that when we're um, traveling, and people are like honeymooners, and we're like, no,
3: because <laughs> like, you like each other. Like know, people don't know. like their spouses. Thousand percent. That's real talk. Yeah, that's real talk.
1: We have like we used to, we used to always talk about people communicating, and like we'll we'll have something set up with like another couple. Or something. Like that, and I'd be like, "Yo, we coming through for this whatever the thing is." And he'd be like, "I don't know nothing about that." I'd be like, "Well, your wife told my wife, so Mm -hmm. if they were talking about it and I know about it, why you don't know about it? (laughs) I don't talk about that shit." I'm like, "Oh, okay, my bad. That was awkward." I literally (laughs) have
3: your name in my phone. Is Danielle and Tommy?
1: And that's one number, right? Because
3: <laughs> I know y'all talk to each other. That's, that's that like Yeah, we it. Yeah, yep. I love
1: it. All I love it. Is, is, is qualifications a, a big deal when it comes to how many women is at the table?
0: Mm, I I say there's a ton of qualified women, mm. but they're not always invited to the table. Um, and behind a qualified man, there's usually a qualified woman. <laughs>
2: That's
0: true. A thousand percent. Like I mean,
1: honestly, like we talked about this before about the masculine feminine energy, right? And and it doesn't matter if man or woman; it's just whatever energy you pick up on. So, for me, like y- your feminine energy is well balanced because it keeps me from flying in a hot air balloon because I, I would <laughs> I would fucking take off you know what I mean but yeah, but, <laughs> but your energy keeps me down here you know what I mean mm. and and to to be qualified or not be qualified you you made a good point is being invited to the table mm. it's like it's like don't overlook the qualifications like, send that invite anyway. Like, mm-hmm. like, like Chida said, you were invited mm-hmm. to your position where you are currently. That's huge. Yeah,
2: that is You know huge. what I mean? Like,
1: they called you. Mm-hmm. I, I heard somebody tell me one time if you don't have at least one or two job offers a yep. year, that means you ain't shit at what
3: you do. <laughs> wow. I was like, <laughs> that's interesting. So,
1: from there, I, yeah. like, that just. Clicked the switch and I was like, I need to be great at yeah. what I do because I don't get any job offers. Yeah. And now occasionally I get a job offer mm-hmm. here and there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People try valid. they shoot their shot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, damn, like yo, that's real shit. So you got called and you, and, and you were doing mm-hmm. what you're like mm-hmm. basically excellent at mm-hmm. communications, and then somebody was like, we think you'd be good over here too. Yeah. And you made the ch- you made the yeah.
3: jump. But you know, a lot of that too. Our our chief of staff was the one that kind of called me in our office and was like, hey, you know. um, And they're really great about hiring from within Mm. um, the administration. There's about 28, 29 of us in the administration. Um, But it was cool because even though I felt like I wasn't maximized in my role prior to that, I did my best and I kept bringing up ideas and I kept doing my best, you know, it's being faithful with the little, you know, Mm. and they recognize that. Mm -hmm. So for me, when I do things, I always – Perform or do my work unto God. It's not to, you know. I'm like God. You gave me these talents. What can I do to make you proud of what you've given me? And that's how I operate because I just feel like people will let you down, and you're always chasing to chasing validation, always chasing to get approval. And I just I didn't want to do that, you know. And I didn't come from that space, you know. I when I would um <laughs> when I took over the family business. So my mom passed, and then I moved back to San Diego to essentially co-publisher and managing editor of the newspaper with my dad. I had to Google my job description. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. <laughs> I didn't know. So even though I grew up in the business, I hated it. So like, you walked in
1: just like how they walked in, like had no idea. Yeah, you know? yeah,
3: because I just had checked out for so many years. Like I was like, I'm moving out of here. I'm grown. I'm married. I'm out of here. And so I, it was a lot, a lot of stuff I wasn't paying attention to mm-hmm. there. Um, I knew the gist of it, but the real details of what my mom did, you know, just – I didn't know. And I remember Googling my job description, and I literally was my own competition. Every week, like, I was as good as the last issue that I put out of the newspaper. Okay. So I taught myself graphic design. I taught myself, I increased my photography. I taught myself how to write better. I'm not a formally trained one. I have a communications degree, but at the time, I didn't have a degree. So I was reading newspapers a lot, trying to mimic writing styles. There was times the paper went to print with errors, like in the headline, you know, like, oh, God, did that really print? Um, And just growing in my craft. So... I I was my own competition, Mm -hmm. you know. And then, too, the test was would people buy the paper that week. Mm -hmm. So if the the papers come back, we call them taking them to the morgue. So if Mm -hmm. the distributors would go out to the newsstands and they were still really Mm -hmm. full, that means we didn't sell that good that week, and that means I didn't do a good job putting it out. So it really hit with the sales, like, you know, what do you want to do better? So, I mean, I had almost 10 years of that where – People had opinions, but I mean, if you get hung up on opinions, God, you just you'll be depressed. A thousand percent. Yeah, and
1: that's huge. It's just yeah. like comments, right? Call yeah, me exactly. Me <laughs> and, and, and I mean, and that's like, like I mean, social media was was there, yeah. but not but like it is now. Like, yeah, oh, exactly.
3: okay, imagine. Mm-mm. Damn. Everybody got something to say, too. And I'm like, come on. And then you'd be looking for them in public. Don't nobody. Oh, who was, you, who was that in the comments? It Ain't nobody oh, out there. And <laughs> that's huge. Yeah,
1: that's real, though. So so I know, Danielle, you you know, we talked about, you know, qualifications and all the different industries of, you know, where you, you see mostly men and not women, but like you've created your own table in a lot of different areas and opportunities. You know, you, you may mention of the MRI technician and in the medical field and mm-hmm. you, like not only being the only woman in, in, in that arena for your company, mm-hmm. but you was the only black woman there. Yeah. Right. Yes. And, and, <laughs> and I, re- I remember when the, when they, was it the website that they did or yeah. was it? Yeah. So your company didn't even have a website nope. and they created a website. So, First of all, they were behind like they were already 20 years behind. Wow. Yes, yeah, like like internet came out in the 90s and they <laughs> just started and this is a company that's been around for like over 30 years. Over 30 years. So they they create this website and Danielle is the only black woman only black woman MRI technologist on this website. Yeah. So definitely. not so you it wasn't about an invitation, you created the table. I did. Let's talk about that.
0: Um so uh, that, totally uh, different um situation um medical field Mm -hmm. I went to school to be a medical assistant um when I graduated I did an externship um once I was done with the externship the doctor says hey we don't need a medical assistant but we did buy an MRI machine so it's funny that you say you had to Google what it was Cause I was like What the fuck is an MRI <laughs> <laughs> Like w- I right? didn't know what MRI right. was I was like <laughs> I never had <laughs> to have an MRI Before yeah. So yeah. I was like What does a tech do Right, right? So then I like Engulfed in all these mm-hmm. books And the doctor gave me Tons of books Um Was like learn Just learn wow. And then you, we, we have a position for you. Um, when I interviewed for the job, uh, um, the, my boss at the time, he's like, I just want to make sure that when you get in there, you're not afraid. And like, mm. you know, you know, he's like, you don't look at the machine and say, ah, like yeah. I'm out of here, you know? <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm up for this. So totally different, um, field dived all the way in. Um, it was, uh, like I said, very male driven field that I didn't know about. Mm. Um, all doctors right so I deal with nothing but doctors and that's what male driven field right so it's just like okay and then the the only women were nurses, mm-hmm. right? And those were those were the tables that I was around. Mm-hmm. Um, and even at that table, I was the only black woman there. So that was different, right? Because yeah. then I'd come in and it was like, uh oh. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that's one thing that I, I I hate the stigmatism of a black woman, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is she going to have an attitude? Right. Is she going to be mean? Right. Or, you know. Yes. Um, yes. Yes and no. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. I mean, because I was, and they call me Danny. So one thing that they say uh, I, I I I embraced but didn't quite like or embrace like oh Danny's not like other black women she doesn't go off or she doesn't like Wow. Yeah Like I don't I. Uh, and then they be watching right?
3: TV too They expect us to act like mm-hmm. Real housewives mm-hmm. or something like yeah. that I
0: don't know what they expect yeah. But then when you get upset Then they're like Oh There she is, he is. Yes. Yeah
1: <laughs> Like it's that's like what, what we were waiting on People thought Barack was gonna be Yeah, like, like, yeah I, We're yeah. waiting on him to
0: be a yeah. little more
1: You know Yeah <laughs> Be more Wu-Tang-ish mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We know he grew up yes. all the time. Like <laughs> we know
0: you are Danny But where's Danny at You oh. know And it's like no, you know, but to, to hear that and that's a whole other podcast as well, right? That um I wasn't like other black women or that um I was more professional or mm. um even my voice even my voice was different. Like, ooh, we want Danny like we want her voice on the, the answer machines, you yeah. know. She's got that. Oh you get top that too? notch. Yeah. You know, but and then they'd be like, That's you when they see yeah. you, you know, yeah. and and it's and one thing I I my, my kids will always Especially my oldest, she she never really got it. I would think because she's seen she's seen me in action, and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna be like that." And I like had to explain to her. You know, she's like, "You're so prime and primed," and and then when you go to your friends, it's like, "Girl, let yeah. me tell you know." <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that was it. Was on purpose though. Like, it very unfortunately, much. Like, like nowadays, you don't have to be like. Well, mm. depending on the industry, yeah. but Code it's, switching, it's, yeah, yeah, it's it's not as you know as as that you you see right like you don't see it as much nowadays Uh, if you pick up a phone you like oh shit like if I'm calling a restaurant, I'm expecting reservations, you know, you, you get the voice. Mm-hmm. I call it your girl six voice. Like you put on your girl six. Voice. <laughs> I remember that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yo, don't use your girl six like yeah. we had a whole conversation before doing this podcast. I was like, yo like don't put the girl six voice on. Just be natural. Like that's what I need I need you to I don't need you to fake it. Don't sound any other way. <laughs> it's for
2: true, true, true. I remember true. that
0: movie. But well, and I mean I was a telephone operator. I worked for the um the Hilton uh, yeah. Mission Bay for so it was natural. As a telephone. Yeah. Like and I was, you know, it's like, hey, you know, that's like you kind of get into that telephone operator voice, too. Yeah, so. yeah. Let her be girl
3: six.
1: Sometimes oh, it yeah. works. It depends on the situation. Like, if it's in our benefit, then put it on. But if it's not, like, yo, be natural. Like, and, and like you said, you get that, too. So I'm sure, mm. especially in communications, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure you had to.
3: I'm on the answer machine right now in the mayor's office, yes. and they look at you and they will be like, "Wait, that's you." That's Actually, that's they me. don't. But one thing I'm starting to notice: we have a very diverse staff. Uh, okay. Yeah, very we, true. Yeah, mayor that's, don't play. Like, okay. yeah, your staff play. is probably
1: the most diverse I've seen since I've lived in it's San Diego. It's the most diverse yeah. in yeah.
3: any administration. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I think I'm the first Black woman to serve in a calm space in mm. the mayor's office. Yeah, okay. it's it's they've had Black people represented in the office, but um, yeah, he don't he don't play.
1: Nah, we'll that. nah, like, you, your team has already set mm-hmm. all kinds of, you know trends that that we've never seen in San Diego. Yeah. You know, now at this point it's just like you hope that it it just Continuous. keeps going yeah. on. Right? Yeah. yeah. Because the changes in everything. Yeah, and yeah. it
0: is a trip for you to say the first like black women that, I, know I always say it's a trip when we that we're still having first. Yeah. So as we talk about not enough women at mm-hmm. the table, there's not enough black women at the table. No, so I made think a that's point. a whole nother yeah. a whole other podcast that we could talk about too.
1: Yeah. And living in San Diego there's so much more opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think about the United States and in, in you know people we you know i'm, I'm on social media I'm, I'm in different events and people say oh where's you know where's these people at? where's this at? san diego like it's, it's it's not the market right you know mm-hmm. you got do your numbers and when you look at the demographics you know and you see what the numbers are mm-hmm. that's just the reality mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean you don't yeah. you can't change reality but when i see that all i think about is opportunity yep. how can we change the game you know how can we be how can we build a legacy of a, like a family that's been around like people the, the voice and viewpoint is still a, a newspaper that still goes out mm-hmm. and 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 you like if you lived in San Diego you know what the voice and yeah. viewpoint I don't care who you are mm-hmm. where you you know what the voice and viewpoint you've seen is. a copy yeah, of it that's somewhere legacy or another, yeah. so that's yeah. an opportunity and yeah. and so my, my 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 thought in this, my my value add is you know it's not about, you know, um, not being enough or or getting the invitation. It's about, you know, learning what opportunities you are at at the levels of where you are. So if it's a board, you know, a community board, if you don't know in, in which Chida is going to, you know, talk about, you know, how to get information about being part of boards. But there's no reason why women can't be at the table now. Mm-hmm. There's no more excuses like rip rip all, rip out all the old mindset mm. and if somebody is coming to you and talking that way punch them in the fucking eye like <laughs> like, like that shit shouldn't be mm-hmm. a conversation that we like you said or a dude asked your mom who gave you permission right. like he should have got punched in the eye for that shit. yeah pretty much you know what I mean mm-hmm. because she's the fucking boss mm-hmm. but at the end of the day we you know need to promote that and women need to just say I don't give a shit who you are What you think I'm the motherfucker
0: Right That's, that's right Stay stay true to your, your values And um and to what your virtues are And I think that's important Yeah as fuck as the one. backseat yeah. yeah There's
1: no more yeah. backseat shit yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: Whatever your vision is Once you create it Just stay true to it
1: Cause motherfuckers Is gonna get behind it Yeah You know what I mean Like I'm a thousand percent Like what You, like, you got it. like fuck yeah Let's run it I'm gonna support you a thousand percent Yeah And there's other people out there That will
2: That's right Yeah
1: What's your final thought on that? That was it. That was your final <laughs> thought? <laughs> you're supposed to hit me with the final thought. No, and we, then we <laughs> said we weren't going to say final oh, thought all, anymore, okay. but you continuously say
0: it. <laughs> We're still trying to yeah, figure he's out. he's all like, We're final thought. I'm like, hey, we said we weren't going to say that We're final thought. So figure you figure said your that. final thought, then I said my uh, final thought, and then you're supposed to say okay. He was just testing you to see yeah. you. Yeah. To remind him not to yeah. say final and thought. And now he was supposed to say, Chido, what are your handles? Where can we find you at? Because that's the Tommy Walker thing. What are your handles? Right.
1: Don't don't put your eye into it. <laughs> oh my gosh! So oh my now that goodness. we got to that point, what are you handling? Right. What, is, what, what do people need to know about no. what's going on with Chida and the city of San Diego? How, how do we you yeah. <laughs> Yes.
3: So I will say to get on boards and commissions, my biggest ask is that people just apply. Um, people are just like, oh, what about this? What about that? Um, just apply. Um, our website is onboard, O-N-B-O-A-R-D, gov, And so when you go to the website, we have a new system that we created, a new website that we've um, put up where it shows you all the vacant seats, all the boards. You can read up on what they are, mm. what the qualifications are, what the municipal code is for I say, 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 say that one more time, Chana. To... Onboard. Onboard. Diego. Onboard or boards? Board. Board, yes, dot gov. Yeah, so you can go there. Um, and I just tell people to submit their application because even if there's a vacancy that opens up, we'll already have your stuff in the system. Mm. You know, so not so much, yeah, we're trying to fill seats right now, but if there's a board you're interested in and, you know, there's no seat available, people go through life changes all the time. They might have to resign for whatever reason. Um, so if we have the application, there, we can pull it. Uh, so I say go to On Board and submit your application. Um, all my handles are Chida Rebecca. Um, at whatever. LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, I all tied to Rebecca. So I'm starting to use my personal p- profiles for, work purposes, <laughs> have a little decent following. So um, okay. LinkedIn's been pretty pretty friendly in terms of posting stuff. But, um, yeah, we have so many, and we really need – Mayor's very adamant about making sure that our boards and commissions are diverse. We have had some pretty significant appointments. We've had um, – I want to say 70% of our appointments were people of color mm. in the last year. Super dope. Yeah, and over 50% were women. So we're not done. I mean, we still have a ton of appointments to make. And so, you know, there are some professional qualifications, too, for some of them. We want uh, your lived experience. And so if you specialize in a particular field like law or something like that, there are some boards where we have a seat Vacant just for lawyers mm. that have an interest in whatever that border commission is. Any uh, MRI technology, girl, <laughs> <laughs> we'll find one. Medi- listen, is that a medical board. <laughs> well, listen, we have a small business advisory board. Okay, okay, yes, for yeah, business which, owners. Yeah, yes. which we, we definitely got to be part mm-hmm. of. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. That. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, we have that. So it's just the the opportunities are limitless, and being on one board can actually, actually lead you to other opportunities. Mm-hmm. So I don't serve on any of our city's boards and commissions, but I am on the board of the United Nations chapter nice. for San Diego. Okay. Opportunities there. you know. Mm-hmm. And I got on that board. It was through a conversation I had with someone um, who was not African American. Mm-hmm. And he came to a black chamber event. We were talking. And he remembered me from mm-hmm. our conversation and, and invited me to apply. And I was, at the time, probably the only black person on the board. Maybe one other. But they recognized they needed more diversity. So... Networking is huge. Yeah, you never know percent. who's going to remember you. Be memorable, people. Yeah. Be memorable. Yeah. And I would say my, my, if I had a final thought, I <laughs> had something to say. I think people should just find ways to enhance who they are. Um, everything that I've done, it wasn't with the intention of being selected or seen. I just really loved it. I love what I do, and I just tried to find ways to make it better. And so when I started loving it, then the opportunities started coming. Exactly. You know, I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Let's see. I love it, too. They want my expertise. Yes. You know, oh so.
1: That's the math yeah. right there. Yeah. 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 A thousand percent. Yeah. Super dope. That's yeah. that's Chida, y'all. Thank you for, for joining us. Appreciate you. This is Life and Shit. Life and Shit. Love Life you, girl. Love you, too. Do us a favor. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Leave a review. Let us know what your thoughts are. That's the only way that this show is going to be successful. And we appreciate you. Talk with you next time.